Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. So I finally... Finally, you guys already saw this on Facebook, maybe. It's Pat and JT. Finally had the opportunity to see Governor Pete Ricketts in person for the first time. I don't think I've ever met him oh in person. Oh my gosh. Actually. Okay. All did right. You, did, have we ever met? Did, he was never, he was on our show, like uh, via phone, but yeah. I don't think he was ever in studio, was he? So I never actually met him. I think he came in to talk on the news station once. He was in the hallways. Oh, maybe, that's right. Like that. But I don't think we, we had the, uh, we, I don't think we got him on had our the show. The pleasure of talking right? to him. Right. Um, but we were at a, a really cool event. And uh, they, they continue, they were doing one of their, their major fundraisers, but they continue to do fundraisers, um, is uh, Rejuvenating Women. And we've talked to Julie Schrader before uh, about her organization and, and uh, a, a very serious thing. I mean, it's, it, it is totally serious uh, about sex trafficking in the country, in Nebraska, in central Nebraska, in Omaha, it, and it's just, and so she had a huge event as part of her fundraising, and uh, the governor was there. He's he is a huge proponent, and, and uh, the state's making huge strides, um, trying to get the legislation in line with where it should be, and uh, protect the women and and men that are that are trafficked, especially those underage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just incredible and- uh, some of the stuff that was going on. We had a really great discussion with him uh, last night while we were. Well, sitting at the event. You had a great discussion. I was focusing on what the questions that I was going to ask okay. him when you were done asking the important questions. I wanted to ask him the questions that I, the question that I have been wondering since probably July, June, probably June. Cause it was when we were in the process of moving to Omaha. Oh, okay. That's I, right. And I posted that video of governor Pete Ricketts driving on, um, one, yeah, the interstate, interstate between Omaha and Lincoln. And I, it's a grainy video at best. It's like a Sasquatch, you know, and, but I know it was him. I saw it. I saw him. Other people agreed with you. They thought it kind of, it was very grainy. Well, right. Cause it was so autofocus. The autofocus, as soon as like you could see the front of the car perfect. And then as soon as he drove in it out of focus and then as soon as he went past it, when it was like, I rigged it, I didn't. So mm-hmm. I finally had the opportunity to sit down last night and talk and ask him, if a couple of questions, but yeah, that go ahead. one. This, this is what he started with. There we go. Security everywhere. Like, it's pretty awesome. I've got a fantastic awesome. executive protection detail. They're all highly dedicated professionals. They do a fantastic job. And one of the other things is they just do a great job of representing my office and the state patrol to the general public. Got just it. by the way, they interact with the general public. They do a fantastic job. So, That's okay, awesome. one more question. I, I lived in Lincoln for but, a while. Uh, you already said one more question I, last time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, said two. I should have said two more questions. <laughs> I promise one more. Uh, I lived in Lincoln. But Pat, because you have such a good haircut, (laughs) I will let you ask the second question. Thank you, Governor Ricketts. I appreciate that very much. Um, So I lived in Lincoln, commuted back and forth for a while. I think I saw you on the interstate once. Do you, early in the morning, say it's six-ish, would you be driving ever by yourself in the morning? No. 
No, that would not be me. Dang it, then it wasn't that you. Was not me. I, I have a video of who I, th I thought was you. I'm going to show you this. And it's it's because it goes right out of focus as soon as you come into view. Yeah, it's not it my looked, car. I mean, it was a very, okay. ha a very, ha a very handsome man. Well, thank so you. So I'm thinking, it's got to be. No, the State Patrol really doesn't want me driving because I'm an insurance liability to yeah. the state. So they really frown upon that. So that's well, been posted a video of a random guy. Yeah, yeah, it's not me. Sorry, not me. Thanks, Governor. Thank you very All right. much. Hey, thank you. Dang it. Honestly, though. I was very, very, that was very frustrating. I, but some people had some good takes on this because you, you posted the picture that you took with him. Mm -hmm. um, and some people had some good takes on this because even if he does ever drive, he's not going to tell anybody. He would never admit because you you absolutely pinpointed him if he would have admitted that he's on the interstate at six o'clock in the morning. That's that's <laughs> like okay, I'm not going to ever admit to that. I'm and yeah, maybe maybe, maybe he, you should have been a little more general. Of do you ever drive? And uh, yeah, instead of getting specific and yeah, that's that I, you were maybe, at the Waverly exit at six right. twelve in the morning on a Tuesday so driving outed, eastbound. Maybe I totally outed him. Right, like he snuck out to get a donut or something. He was he's just, on a juice cleanse and he's whatever, just wanted to go, to go drive and listen oh, to his radio crank, whatever, you know, had his music playing. Uh, who knows? You may have just yeah. doubted him. I may have. Well, two pointed of a question. I'm still, it, it was very, I'm not a, I'm not a journalist. I just, what? I'm just an idiot <laughs> that asks questions. That's all I am. That's it. So you gave him no choice but to deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Yeah, and his security would, detail was legit yesterday. Before I even knew that he was there, I noticed these people with the security, like the earpieces, and kind of looking really super tough. And they, I thought, and they wow, were, what's going on? They they were all dressed the same to a degree, not obvious, not like costumes, but um, really well dressed, tight, and it, it looked great. You're right, and and you're right. They were posted throughout the venue, for probably twenty minutes before we saw him, yeah. maybe maybe more. You said that one was standing behind me. I noticed that when we, for probably 15 minutes before we, um, uh, Governor Ricketts actually even walked in, or at least when we saw him. <laughs> he walked by and I was like, hey, Pat, look behind you, right there, Governor. And he's like, what, what, should I ask him if that, about the video? And I was like, I'm out. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Go get him. I'm so, out. Was he already sitting at his table inside or was he still talking to He people? was still talking. He, so he, you interrupted yeah. him? Uh, no, I didn't interrupt okay. him. I, I just waited. I hovered behind him. I got. I was right, 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 right behind him like this. No, I was right. She was talking to some uh, some other woman, goes, sir. Mm -hmm. You want to come over here with me, please? Right. Step away from the governor. <laughs> You're breathing on the governor. <laughs> Quit breathing on the governor. Yeah, I waited till he was done talking, and I asked him, and he was he was very nice. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. That's so, awesome. Yeah, he was very cool. It was really nice of him to come talk to yeah. us, though. Um, we definitely appreciated that and taking some time to to update us on what's going on, the the important stuff, and then also the silly stuff. So, right. But the the event itself, huge success. My word, I couldn't believe that venue is just ginormous. It was in uh, in La Vista, at the Embassy Suites. Thank you. Yep. Um, in their convention center and packed. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was it was great. So I hope they I hope they had a super successful night. Had an auction going on. Uh, people bought tickets. Obviously, that's part of the fundraising as well. Um, Scott Voorhees was the MC. We didn't get to talk to him. He was cavorting around. And uh, Andrea Hoig, she was there as the honorary event chair. And so it was great to it was just great to see some of those people and and get a chance to talk to him. But uh, they were there for a really good cause. So that was cool. Yeah. Thanks for having us out. Very nice. It was great. Um, you know, earlier this year, we, we had talked about um, 
Friends, the TV show, was celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. Right. And we just talked, what was it, just a few episodes ago, we were talking about the Central Perk yep. um, set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the pictures of it. Uh, Kim, I believe, Kim uh, sent us a picture of her and her family out at Warner, Brother, Warner Brothers in L.A. Well, apparently that set or something along those lines, and I was trying to find the rest of the story and I couldn't find all of it. I found a story. Okay, Cole Sprouse, Dylan Sprouse, uh, Sweet Life. Okay. Oh, yes. Just passed away, right? Um, oh, wait. No, that's, that's, no. that's another one. Sweet Life with uh, Zach and Cody. You know what I'm, gonna do? I'm, gonna sit, I'm just going to sit right here <laughs> and just let you finish the story. I was thinking of the, the, the kid that passed away. He was on, like, another, it was on an, another show. Okay. Anyway, he played his first role without his brother because they started acting when they were babies. I love Zach and um, Cody. Sweet Life right? and then Sweet Life on Deck. On I deck. thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. They started acting when they were babies and always did everything together. His first role without his brother being present was playing Ben, who was Ross's son from a previous marriage. Remember he had the little boy Ben? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. That was him. Crazy. That's that was- told. I knew that kid looked familiar. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> and the story was linked to another story they were talking about, the Friends. There's there's a tour, and I yeah. think there, there are, I don't know, a handful of locations or times that they're going to be playing, I'm sorry, the, the fan favorites, like so many fan favorite episodes in theaters across the country. And this is going on this now as we speak, end of uh, mid-end of September through October, I think. But the set also is kind of on tour. That's so you cool. can go sit on the couch. That's and get your picture taken. Brilliant. That was kind of neat. But yeah, I didn't know that either. Mm. That Sweet Life Kid was I, I, Ross's but son. But I, I, I recognized him. I'm like, when you see a, a, a kid, like you know a baby, don't see him for 20 years, and you're awake, like, wait, hold on. Like, kinda, you kind of yeah. look like someone I know. Can you believe it's been 25 years? No, that's nuts. I love those. I did. I love those shows. I didn't like I did Sweet too. Life on Deck as much, but Sweet Life Zach and Cody was pretty legit. I was legit. talking about Friends, but that's okay. Oh, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> So, so we get in here, anyway. right? And one of when you sit down, one of your little microphone stands was kind of not even, and it's almost it looks like it would be nearly impossible for it not to be completely uh, level. All four little nubby legs all on legs, the table, yeah, right. It only has three. right. It only has three. Oh, three, yeah. even so, even so. But yeah. is it is it okay now? Yeah. Okay, so we had. Our, I can't believe I have not told this story. It, is it was the, crooked. It was. I was like, what the heck is? Yeah, it was like wobbly. It? Yeah, it was wobbly. Um. So we were go- dealing with the same issue. We bought four chairs. Like we sold a ton of furniture when we moved. So we used that money to fund buying anything new we needed in the house because daddy ain't got no jizz out. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so we bought um, some four chairs at Pier 1. Found a great deal. Okay. And they matched. It was perfect. So we had them, had them deliver. No, but yeah, delivered to the store. Beth picked them up. Whatever. doesn't matter. Got over the house. We had to put them together a little bit, like the base and the back and, yeah. then, the, and then the four legs. So we put them all together and... There was, um, there were two chairs that were crooked, like wobbly, you know? And we're like, okay, can you unscrew the leg a little bit to come down? Like on some chairs, like, uh, no. no. So we took them apart. We rearranged legs on the yeah. two different chairs, put them back, dig, 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 still. Like, so we called Pier One and we explained the situation. Like, oh, well, you know, hey, whatever. Come on, bring them all back. Get them. Oh my God. Swapped them out. Okay. Got new ones. Got them home. Put them together. Put them at the table. Dig it, dig it, dig crooked. We're like, you've got to be. The other two are perfect, absolutely perfect. These other two, dig it, dig it, dig. Rearrange them, dig it, dig it, dig. Oh. Um, come to find out, it's the floor. <laughs> it 
because the loca- I was going to ask, did you move the chairs in different places? Swatch we have like a ba- the bamboo wood floor and there are planks yeah. and there yeah. are like three or four planks that are just a little, must be uneven in those exact areas is the floor. <laughs> you returned the chairs. Yep. And they were perfectly fine <laughs> These chairs. are like dining room chairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legit ones. Like nice, like clothy. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> we laughed for probably 15 minutes. Oh, I bet you did. After you figured <laughs> you that have out, the got floor's crooked. To be kidding me. I wonder how many other people have brought those chairs back. Probably none. <laughs> probably none ever. <laughs> none ever. Pier one executives. We've had two defective chairs in Omaha. That's odd. Good That's job, weird. guys. Only two defective chairs. All the other chairs are just fine. They're totally fine. Crazy. So uh, also, as we speak, uh, update on the uh, Area 51. Oh, the rush? Yeah. it's Today's the day, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. Because I, I saw where our buddy mentioned his name. This is not like the third time we've mentioned his name on our show, I think. Will Sterrett. Yeah. He had marked himself safe. From Area 51. From oh, God. well, good. I'm glad we're all safe. <laughs> but apparently, uh, there are some people, some people did show up, some people dressed as aliens, some alien hunters. They've got music going on. It was going on last night. Um, but apparently, it says here, um, music kicked off the weekend events inspired by See Them Aliens, Okay. according to their county sheriff, Kerry. Kerry said they'd drawn about 1,500 people to a couple of the small desert towns. Um, had a few people had actually made the rugged trip on the washboard dirt roads to get within selfie distance of the two gates to Area 51. Air Force has issued stern warnings for people not to try to enter the test and training range. They actually reinforced the troops they because should. of the expectation that people would actually show up. There are going to be some idiots that do something stupid. They're, they're allowed to go to the gate because it is public land, but they can't cross the boundary. And so as far as uh, the latest report was a couple hours ago, there were no serious incidents in uh, a couple of the towns that were closest to Area 51, which is uh, on a road that is dubbed Extraterrestrial Highway, two hours from Vegas. All they got to do is just tase one idiot and they'll all turn around and run the other way. <laughs> you have one, you, you, you nominate one D-bag to jump across that barrier, they get... Um, Beanbag shot and tased, done. done. Everybody turns around. Done. They've actually got there. There are people there that are like scholars. There's a sociologist that's there who researches. He, he's a researcher of pop culture and paranormal activity. That's an interesting combination, but he called it the perfect blend of interest in aliens and the supernatural, government conspiracies, and the desire to know what we don't know. Hmm, okay. And he said the result was hope and fear for events, including uh, Area 51 base camp, where they had. People were performing. People saw an opportunity yeah, with a captive yeah. audience because everybody's already gathered. Make some Jump money. up and start performing. So anyway, there you have it. So uh. <laughs> I, I, those, uh, those opportunities pop up. Make you know, get, Do your cash grab. Oh get it. God. I don't think of stuff that quick. I wish I could. If I could, hindsight being what it is, I mean, we could sit back and mm-hmm. make a ton of money on things, but I just couldn't. No, I don't think about that either. But uh, kind of funny that this thing actually, people actually went. I'm waiting to see some more reports though, to see how many people actually, this is just one report from. Have you ever seen a, a, a UFO at all that you think of? Uh, I want to. They showed some video the other day uh, that, the, that the government actually called it. There, there's another term for it besides unidentified flying object. There's another unidentified something phenomenon or something like that because they can't because they can't identify it so a ufo when when i think ufo i instantly think spaceship 
Yeah. And it's actually just, it's unidentifiable. There's just something that's up there. They just don't know what that is that's flying around or that's moving. Maybe, and maybe it's, maybe it's the sun causing it. Who knows? But no, I, I don't think I, I have ever... Either. I want to. We'll take those texts and those voicemail if you've ever seen a UFO. My um, ex-father-in-law, Mark, saw one when he was young and he like legit like yeah. scared him mm-hmm. freaked him out it was uh, and i i remember the story vaguely but he never hardly ever talked about it and got i got him to tell me the story once or twice um but yeah he was very serious about it he remembers looking out his he was teens and looking out his living room window and there was something hovering like above a, a pasture or a field wherever they were and yeah. it was probably 100 or so yards out and it just started coming right for the house it was about 50, 60 feet off the ground and came up really? and it went up over the house and gone. And he ran to the back door to try to see it and it was gone. He's like, I, I, he goes, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you what it was. He goes, I'm telling you what I saw. And it was not, didn't have wings. It was just a thing. And it shouldn't have moved that fast. Nope. Just <laughs> gone. And then Oof. just gone. Yeah. And there, and you could see forever. So he said he got to the back fast enough to where he could have seen something, you right. know, even if it was a half mile blocking. away. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's crazy. Weird. I like seeing those videos. The ones of um, there were some great videos, like in Phoenix, they're the lights. Phoenix has a ton of stuff. Over well, I know what they do. It's that whole desert thing. Because you think about if you look at a map of Arizona, seriously, there's a lot of open spaces. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a there's a, a lot of areas to just like disappear in. Where Go good on. luck. Yeah, seriously. And honestly, it's that way. You know, across that whole desert area into California as well. Just it's just. In, how much so much space and you just think what is all out there yeah i don't know maybe something draws them maybe, I lo- that's, I maybe love- that's why this is in nevada maybe maybe, maybe. the same reason because there, yeah. there's just like three towns and well there's more than that i know but it I seems like it but you know seriously mm-hmm. there's just a handful of towns and and areas where people drive and the rest of it is just desolate but why is it always when somebody gets kidnapped it's always kidnapped and butt diddled by a ufo okay, why is it always a why is it always a naked weirdo <laughs> from like the middle of arkansas where they pick pick them up you know you don't want to like offer up our best <laughs> if somebody's coming down here to do some take some samples <laughs> it's like hey I don't know. I know there are some of the theories, some of the conspiracy theories that that the Earth was populated by another another uh, species, so to speak, because they have the similarities. When you think about the the pyramids, that's a great example because you have pyramids in Egypt. You also have very similar looking pyramids in Central America and South America. Right. Those people didn't talk to each other. No. And some of them, I think, there's some discrepancy as far as which one may be older. And it's just, it's incredible to think that they built the exact same thing. There's no way. Right? There's just no, I mean, there's no way. Without some intervention. Right. Some direction. There's no. That's telling them what to do. Because otherwise, would that be the go-to design if you're building a temple is a pyramid? I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. So we'll take those texts, emails. You can uh, call us, leave us a voicemail, 402-403-9478, um, and talk about your yeah. uh, your UFO. If you've seen a UFO story, uh, we'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't, Absolutely. maybe you need to get to Kugler Vision because maybe you're not seeing 2020. <laughs> Tell me you want to go see UFOs. Right. Fix my eyes, yo. Yeah, right? Maybe the glasses are causing you problems. The peripheral vision is not what it should be. Right, right. Or so if you see too many UFOs, it could be cataracts. Get in there and get it checked out. <laughs> so you want to ditch the glasses, ditch the contacts. You want to find out what your options are. It's a great time to do so at kuglervision.com. Right now, 
uh, get yourself on the list for a consultation and you schedule it yourself. There's a scheduler online. You pick the day, you pick the time and you go in. They run their their battery of tests, which is like a spaceship in and of itself. As a matter of fact, when you walk in, it's, it is just so futuristic and it's top of the line. You, you go in and get all the tests done and then they sit you down and they say, okay, this is what we discovered. Here's where your eyes are. These are your possibilities. Here are your options. For some people, it could be a same day procedure. That's right. And uh, for some people that are smart enough to use the promo code PATENTJT2019, PATENTJT2019, $500 off your procedure. There you go. So get your consultation and be sure to tell them that you heard about them on our podcast. And because you are listening to this podcast, we thank you for that. And they want to thank you as well by saving some money. Fantastic. So kuglervision.com. Want to know about your UFOs? Slide into our DMs. PATENTJT podcast. A Parkville Media Production.